Yes, yes, people, welcome back to the Perfectly Tom podcast. How'd you like that for an introduction? The Perfectly Tom podcast. Anyway, listen, if you were vigilant, you would have noticed that we have new podcast art. Now, this was done by an extremely, extremely talented young person who is one of my dear friends who I go to church with. Bethan, you are amazing. Thank you so much for doing this for me. This is what I want you listeners to do. I want you to go and blow up her Instagram, say thank you, like all the photos, give her a follow, make her famous. Her Instagram is bethan.hope. That's bethan.hope. Make sure you go and blow it up for me because this is such an amazing cover art photo. I'm just so, so, so grateful for you doing it for me. Thank you so much, Bethan. I've been doing a lot of thinking recently and my brain works in many weird and wonderful and mysterious ways. And my head, honestly, it it's a wonder world. I don't know how it operates. And I think if I was someone else looking in, I'm sure they must think I've gone a bit cuckoo somehow because it's weird. It is Joe, ri- right, let me let me just let you in on a little thing. I've been doing a lot of thinking recently, up, down, left, right, down the road, around the corner. And um, I've been thinking about wildlife during quarantine because it's a bit weird, actually. Because I reckon wildlife, and this is my theory, I reckon wildlife relies on us to survive. Wow, newsflash. I know, it probably that is the case, but this is what I reckon. And now that we're all locked up indoors and we can't even go and see the ducks in the park, how are the ducks getting fed? Because we ain't giving them bread. As the pigeons getting fed because we ain't giving them bread either. As the squirrels surviving without monkey nuts, I wanna know. I wanna know. I honestly, I honestly, honestly, honestly wanna know. Because those poor animals must be rolling around Oxford Street going rah. Rah. It's empty out here, bruv. Bit bit quiet, you know. This is Oxford Street. Normally it's bustling. Normally there's man out here. But there's no man to be seen. My guy said they've all gone home. Nah, allow it. They ain't gone home. They gotta come shopping. I need my monkey nuts. Want me bread. What's going on? I can see him on the telly. On the big screen on corner at building. Nah, I don't like it. Don't like it at all. That's bang out of order. They should they should be here. They should be here feeding us. They should be here looking after us. What's going on? What's going on? But we're not, because we're locked up indoors. I mean, wildlife has got a bit crazy, because it's been reported that in Japan, they've got deer roaming the streets. Like, these deer come from, they normally live up in the, you know, like the national parks and, you know, segregated greenery and all that palaver. But they've gone down the ice street. They thought they'd go and have a little look-see in Argos, see if they can get a new home range for garden. Do you know what I mean? It's weird. Um, they've also had, right, this is one of my favourite ones from Italy. Uh, what's a wild boar? Does anyone know what a wild boar is? One Italian Tumblr user reported seeing wild boars walking around. 
Now, I looked at the photo. It's just a hairy pig. It's just a hairy pig. So, I want to know. Can you get bacon out of it? Because I love me some bacon. Can you get bacon out of it? Apparently. And I can't remember if this is um, sheep or not. But in Wales. They've had sheep leave the farms and the greenery and come down in the valley. And it's just like they've got sheep roaming around in, um, where's this now? Italy. Yeah, I've got my phone next to me. I need to know where it is. Otherwise, I'm going to forget. Got brain like a sieve. Got two brain cells. And I just think it's crazy how now, like, the animals are taking over the streets. And I think it's because they're just hungry. That's my personal thought. I think they're just hungry. Because they've got nothing to do. Like us. And so they're bored. And they need to eat because they've generally got nothing to do. Because, like, seeing humans is what they entertains them. But now that we're all at home, they're just, like, roaming around, doing nothing. Having a little stroll, going shopping, getting some food. Taking the kids out to the park, kind of thing. Like, I reckon they're just a bit hungry. But, yeah, why are they roaming the streets for? Because they were perfectly fine in their little farms. So how did they get out? That's what I want to know. How did they get out of the farm? Like, did one of them just grow human functions, open the gate and go, You man, let's go! I don't know. Could you imagine? Weird, isn't it? Now, this is going to be my favourite, my absolute favourite segment. I love food. I don't know if you've seen my Instagram. I've got a bit of meat on me. I'm fat. I won't lie to you. I don't care. Oh, mate. Did I cry when McDonald's closed? Did I cry when Burger King closed? Did I cry when the UK's food industry closed? Yes, I did, Lord knows. Yes, I did. Because I tell you what. I love me a takeaway. I don't bother with the fakeaways to save money. No, 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 no. I love me a fa- I love me a takeaway, and it's like I got my chicken shop. That's still open. Well, hmm, the fake one, the f- favourites chicken's still open. You only go favourites after a night out. Come on, be honest. The kebab shop's still open. Again, you only really go there after a night out. Blah blah blah. Ultimate chicken's open, but he's just a bit dodgy. He don't cook his chicken properly, so we always give him a miss. Good for pizzas though. And then there's like some Indian restaurant that tastes like absolute poop. That's open. That's been open for years. I tell you, the man's so rich, he doesn't get any customers, but he's so rich is the only reason why the place is still open. No one buys food from there. It's horrible. His food is horrible. And I'm the kind of person I'm not afraid to tell you if your food is horrible. Like, if I'm going to get food, then I need to enjoy it. If I'm not going to enjoy it, oh, best believe you're going to know. Anyway. I had to improvise. Because I really, 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 really wanted a McMuffin. So I took myself to Tesco. And I don't know if you know, I have a weird, uncontrollable love for Tesco. Like I don't know where it spanned from. I don't know where it come from. But it's here. And it's with me. The Lord went, look, Tom, you're going to love Tesco. You're going to love it too much. You're going to spend all your money there. And I'm telling you, it's like competition. I work for Sainsbury's. 
So I don't know how that happened. But anyway, listen. What's it called? I roll into Tesco and I thought, I need to find me a substitute of something different. And I thought, oh, I know, I'll go get a Rustlers. I walked over to the Rustlers and I thought, mm, nah, this isn't going to kick it for me. So I, f- I had a little brainstorm. I didn't really think much of it. Picked up a packet of the muffins. Picked up American cheese. Picked up some minced meat. Again, didn't think nothing of it. The shopping went by. And then I got to the frozen food aisle. You know that one where you get like the aisle, the frozen food aisle where you got all the sausages, all the frozen meat, that the cheap, cheap the cheap ones. You know, sometimes when you're hard up, instead of going get instead of going and get a fresh whole chicken, you go get the frozen whole chicken or the frozen chicken bits. You know, because it's like a pound, two pound for a bag of thirty or something like that to leave in your freezer. You know, you only have the ones when you're hard up, kind of thing. And there, I saw it. I saw. English sausage, breakfast sausage, um, round pieces. And I thought, that's the one. That's the one McDonald's uses, I'm sure. Well, obviously, they use their own one, but it's the closest thing to McDonald's. So I thought, I'll have that. And it didn't have a price tag on it. Man tried charging me £3.50 for this box of four. Are you having a laugh, cuz? Well, obviously I bought it because I wanted a McMuffin. So I thought, you know what? This better be the best McMuffin I've ever tasted. And I've got to give it to you. I'll, I'll give it to you from the street. I've got to tell you now, it was gorgeous. Gorgeous. I absolutely enjoyed every last bit of it. It tasted more fresh than getting one from McDonald's. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, I worked at McDonald's for a year, so I know all their tricks in the book. I know what they put on the meat. I know how they cook the meat. And I did it exactly the same. But it tasted more fresh. And I think that's mainly because once it was cooked, I ate it straight from the pan. So I put it from the pan onto the muffin, then ate it. Whereas in McDonald's, we have, I say we, I don't work there no more. But they have, once everything's cooked, to keep it warm... They have uh, warmers, like an oven thing, against... Because in the middle of the kitchen, you've got the ovens and the fryers and all that on the edge. And then in the middle, you've got, like, a massive preparation station. So, like, uh, you can build... So, they build the burgers and make them there, and they slide them down, and all that palaver. And in front of them, above the build-it station, they've got little trays that they pull out, and it's like a heater. It's like a little warming oven. And they put all the food in there. So, they put, like, the burger meat in there. They put... Uh, chicken in there they put the vegetarian meat in there obviously they're all in the separate trays and it keeps it warm for 20 minutes because they're only allowed to have it in there for what was it 20 minutes we're only allowed to have it in there for i can't remember after 20 minutes you've got to throw it away because obviously it's been out of the oven for 20 minutes but it's obviously in a warmer but you can't serve it after 20 minutes mainly for food and safety so i think because it wasn't sitting in one of them ovens for more than five minutes it tasted more fresh and honestly I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Now, this is what I want to know. I want you to write in. We haven't got an email yet. Actually, yes, we have. If you go to my Instagram, Perfectly Tom, two Fs, it's spelled exactly the same way that it is on the podcast art. You'll see it, the Perfectly Tom podcast. It's spelled the exact same way on Instagram, Perfectly underscore Tom. If you hit message, send me a DM or shoot me an email. Don't shoot me a text. I don't think you can anyway. My number's not on there. But shoot me an email or shoot me a DM 
what is the closest you've ever made to McDonald's food or any other restaurant for that matter? So you've made it at home. And how did it come out? Have you got any pictures you can show me? I'd love to see what your creations are. Because I'm a bit of a food fanatic and I'd love to see it. I think it'd be great because I've done Nando's chicken before but it don't taste quite the same. I think there's a secret when they're cooking it and I just need to hit the nail on the head. I feel like it's more common sense than anything and I'm just doing it wrong in one aspect. Because I cook it on a barbecue always when I do Nando's chicken because they flame cook it. So I do the same. I think there's just something I'm not doing right when I make my Nando's chicken. Because I don't know if you know, you can now buy the Nando's marinade from the stores and from Tesco. And I know they use a wet marinade when they're cooking it. So I always give it a dry rub in the Nando's dry rub. And then as it's cooking, I, I dash it with some wet marinade, brush it over. So I want to know, what am I doing wrong? Because it just doesn't taste quite the same. Maybe it's just the case that it's the barbecue. Because sometimes, I don't know if you've noticed. You know if you, like, you move house or you cook at someone else's house. You cook the same thing. But it's on their pots and pans. And it tastes just a little bit different. But then that could just be me. Because everyone's food tastes different. And I think it's also to do with the pot and the pan. And it's also to do with the grill that you cook on. I think. So I want to know what their secret is. Because I want to, I want Nando's chicken. I miss Nando's. I went Nando's last with one of my mates, and I had. She introduced me to the phyllo pita. I think it's called the pita bread. You know the one with the chicken, the halloumi cheese, the what's it called? The onion, caramelized onion, and the lettuce. Oh my gosh! It was incredible. Now, I want to make it at home, but I can't get the chicken right. So, I thought, I'm not going to ruin a perfectly good bit of chicken and not do this phyllo um, pita bread properly. I want to hit the nail on the head, and then I'm going to treat myself to a phyllo pita. Do you know what the funniest part about it is? By the time I hit the nail on the head and do it properly, Nando's will be open again, so I don't have to do it. But I still want to learn how to do it, just in case we ever go into a pandemic again. Because if we ever do, then that means I know what I'm doing. And I can make Nando's at home and everyone's laughing. So, yeah. That's what I want to know. I reckon there's a secret and I've not hit it. So if anyone who works for Nando's is listening, send your brother over some information. Let me know what's going on. I'll keep it between me, you, the four walls and the pillowcase. Do you know what I mean? No one else needs to know. It can be our little secret. I just want to know how to cook it properly. And I won't tell anyone. Like I said, it'll be our little secret. So, what'd you say? Send me over some information. Or, hell it, sod it, Nando's. If the head of Nando's or someone from Nando's head office is listening, send me the info. Give me the jelly. What's the juice? I want to know. Just let me know. Please. Pretty please. <laughs> Now, I tell you what I've been watching on Netflix recently, and I think you'll really like it too. I've been watching a show called How to Get Away with Murder. Now, oh my gosh, this show came out in 2014. We have only just released its sixth series, and I am deep in series five. I started watching it the other month, 
just before last month, I was going like this at two in the morning. Ooh, ah, wow, no way. What? Ooh. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. No, why would you do that for? Anyway, I got mum intrigued and she started watching it with me. Now I can't watch it without her because she watches it with me. She watched the first series, cat caught out with me and said, Nah, we're watching it together. And that gets right on my nerves because I could have finished it a long time ago. I could have found out what happened to Annalise Keating. What a character. Annalise is probably one of my favourite characters. I mean, she's just got that stance about her. She's an amazing lawyer. She got booted down. How many times? And let me tell you, this bird rose. Yeah, she rose. She got thrown into jail. Kicked out of her job as a stu as a teacher for students in a university. Yeah? Six months later, she's done a class action. She's back at that university teaching. She works Kaplan and Gold, but... Because before that, she had her own firm. And now she's, try she's done a class action. My girl won the class action, you know. Now listen, I don't want to ruin it for you too much. But she won the class action. I already said it for you. There you go. There's a bunch of five students called the Keaton Five. This is just the synopsis of what it's about. And they work with Annalise to try and make the world a better place. And um, it's probably one of my most favourite shows. I mean, you've got the characters Bonnie. You've got Frank. You've got... Uh, what's her name? Laurel. You've got Sam. You've got Annalise. You've got... Um, oh, what's his name now? Wes. You've got Asher. You've got Michaela. And I can't remember the other student's name. But anyway. Connor, that's it. you got Connor. Like, they're the main cast of the show. The Keaton Five. Bonnie and Frank, who work for Annalise. And Annalise and Sam in season one. Because Sam is Annalise's husband. Season 1, season 2 kind of thing. Anyway, this show starts off really boring. Like, I got really bored, didn't like it. And then I got to, like, the middle, middle to end of season 1. <gasps> oh my gosh, it kicked off. It's, it's, oh. If you haven't watched it already... Go and watch it because it is such an amazing, 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 amazing show. Honestly, it's incredible. It's so moving and it's so inspiring that someone can get kicked down however many times, thrown into a dutty prison cell, literally told she is the biggest piece of poop on the planet. And yet she's rose back up and she's made a power move again. That's a show that everyone should be watching, I think. Because it just shows that as long as you have self-worth, you can do anything. You can Hell, you can change the law and that is exactly what she did. She changed the law. And that is incredible. And I love shows like that and I love dramas. It's one of them crazy dramas as well. I love a drama, I love something that, it's got to keep me entertained, something happens, you know, and it's like, the the show ends and something happens just at the last minute, and you're like, oh, come on, why'd you do that for? Allow it, bruv, it's two in the morning, I've got to go to bed, I've got to work at four, I've got to wake up at four in the morning to go work, but I've got to find out what happens, so I've got to watch the next show, and that means you go to work with no sleep, because man had to carry on watching the show because of cliffhanger.
It's out of order they're doing them cliffhangers. I don't like it. It shouldn't be allowed. But anyway, honestly, you need to go and watch How to Get Away with Murder. It is one of the best shows ever. And it's just, oh, it's so incredible. It's so incredible. Oh my gosh, I don't know if any of you have ever had the need to record anything, right? But you know when it's like been absolutely silent all day, not one peep from the neighbours, no one's drove down the estate, there ain't nothing going on outside. And then when you hit the record button, the neighbours want to do a bit of DIY, you know, bang, bang, bang. Every car drives down the estate, Argos comes and does a massive delivery, you know, home base does a massive um, barbecue outside. What's it called? And then you've got bloody police chase going on. It's like, what's going on? Why is it when I hit record, every bugger in the world's got to make noise? Cool. Just can't win. Well, everyone, that's going to be it for today. Thank you for tuning in to the Perfectly Tom podcast. We will see you next Friday at 7.30pm where we may have a special guest. Who knows? See you soon. Bye-bye.